RiotCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, Jazzy Fiddle. I am the best at everything. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at you, not with you. Anyways. That was a great intro. Jazzy, thanks for joining us. Let's also introduce our wonderful producer, the Deadite Knight. Jazzy is the toilet bowl of peoples. That's more accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a fact. Welcome to episode 132 of the GameZilla podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Halloween theme show. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We missed that a little bit. Just just by about a month. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. uh, Late to the show like always. Because I like the enthusiasm, though. Let's let's get started with with uh, with the Dead Eye Night. With uh, what have you been what have you been playing? Oh, Pokemon! Oh, Chim Pokemon! Oh, Chim Pokemon! Catching yeah. all. Uh, Your favorite it has to be shoe. I would. Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. I uh, actually have a full team of just shoes. <laughs> I don't blame you. I have a full <laughs> team of Trumps. <laughs> I uh, so so yes, Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. Been uh, playing that pretty heavily this weekend. And uh, you you know you named was it Yangoose is the name of the Pokemon you named yours Trump because he looks like Donald Trump. I named all five of them that I caught Trump because well, I'm going to start wonder trading Trumps. I caught one and I named him Paul Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the rapper, but obviously the Trump building the wall, the Iceman Paul Wall. <laughs> yep. Uh, the next five I caught, or the next five I catch, I know what I'm going to name them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, so I've been getting into Pokemon a bit. Um, on top of that, I uh, tried out some of those new Overwatch modes and uh, more Mortal Kombat. That's uh, kind of rounded out my week in gaming. Jazzy. That's great. Anyways, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> Jazzy. I'm kidding. Put, no, the, legit, put the knife down. Legit. I, I've, just, I've been playing all the normal stuff, Overwatch, Destiny, League of Legends... Did play some Pokemon Sun and Moon, picked that up. Um, but I would like to talk about my favorite part in gaming this past week was we met a new super fan. Did we? Yeah. Tell me more. He was he he's a classic gamer. He had more Nintendo and Super Nintendo games that I've never seen before in my life in his collection. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went out because. Unfortunately, he has some other life priorities and needs needed to find the collection a new home, and Motor City Gaming was that home. Grimlock the Dino was that home. <laughs> I like how you make it sound yeah. like Motor City Gaming is like a, um, a, a consortium of gamers that, that like, consolidate other collections. Yeah. I, it made a, it it's made the it gaming sound library. It I mean, where do you big. think I go for my games? Yeah. I don't buy shit. I just go to the library and I take whatever I want. This is not true. You do not. You do not go into my library and I'm take whatever sure you want. I'm pretty sure I have a few you of your games right now. You ask permission. 
You know, I, you probably do. I, I've been stealing games from him for years. He has no idea. <laughs> That's the advantage of having so many is it doesn't bother me. He has me. no idea. Yeah. I would, honestly, I probably, unless it was like one of like the big ones, I may not notice for a while. Be like, I could have swore I had the original Kill Zone, Jazzy, but you took it, didn't you? Go ahead and admit it. You, you have my copy. <sighs> nope. I mean, he technically does because he said he had two and he was going to give me one, and he never gave it to me. And then I went home and looked, and I only have one, so I'm just telling him that I still have two <laughs> and not giving him one. This is the worst. Anyways, continue. I don't even remember where I was at. You were talking about our, our <laughs> new super fan. Oh, yeah, so we uh, took a ride out to the <laughs> wonderful were, city of Troy. You were also busy stealing Grim's Thunder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, then you f- do it. <laughs> Thanks for the censorship. Yeah, I appreciate it. You have anything else to say before we go talk about this? No, go fuck yourself. That's what I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the children. All right. Well, I've been playing as as Jazzy said, Destiny, a little Overwatch, some Dishonored two, and of course Pokemon. But uh, last weekend, I got an opportunity to add to my collection, and I and we met Dorian, a super retro gaming fan, and uh, like Jazzy said, we ended up buying his collection off of him, and it was impressive. I I was in shock with what he had. I'm talking very rare cartridges for the NES, SNES, and uh, it was a great addition to the collection. He was fair with his price, and, you know, I, I... I've never really done a Craigslist thing. I've never really gone out and like met a stranger to buy something off him. That's why I, that's why I don't mind paying the eBay fees to uh, avoid that, because most of the time you end up meeting crazy people. But Dorian ended up being one of the coolest gamers that we've met in a long time, and we hung out at the Troy Police Station for almost two hours just talking video games. It was awesome, and we had the place to ourselves because it was later on at night. No one was really bothering us, so we were just sharing. You know, we'd go through the games, make sure everything was in order. And as we're going through the games, it would bring up memories of his, you know, cause these were, some of these games were his childhood games and some, you know, then other stuff he acquired through the years of working at Funko land, working at GameStop before it lost its soul. And, uh, you know, it, all these stories were just, were fantastic. And then we got to share some of ours as well. And yeah, we made, we made a new fan. We made a new friend and, um, you know we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be getting him on the show here soon because he's got some really cool. Again, when you got someone that spent time working at Funko Land, working at early years of of GameStop, you want to hear some of these stories. So we want to get him on the show as a guest here soon. But yeah, picking up you know Mega Man Seven. I played this weekend. Power Rangers on the SNES. Final Fight Guy from uh, by Capcom. Um, my my favorite that I played probably for. Uh, a good three hours was RC Pro-Am 2 because I've never got to play the second one. I loved RC Pro-Am. I knew there was a second one, but never came across it till now. Super glad it's in the collection. But, uh, yeah, I, it was a good addition. We added, we added uh, I don't know, around like 130 games to the collection. So... But that was a lot of fun. That was that was a highlight just because when we... By the time we left the event... or By the time we left, you know, the police station... As Jazzy put it, he was like, "Man, we should just go get a beer with this guy. <laughs> this guy's cool. We can just keep on going." But um, so, anyways, uh, if you're listening, which I I think you are, uh, Dorian, thank you so much, and let's get you on the show here soon. But other than that, 
I don't really have any uh, any other games I was playing. I was too busy adding to the the database and getting my collection in order. My collection, Jazzy. Whatever. Don't touch it. Grady bitch. You can, you can borrow whatever you want. Thank you. I already have. <laughs> I believe it. You got that copy of uh, Raw on the Super Nintendo? It's already in my backpack. All right. Well, we got uh, we got a. <laughs> I mean, at least she took that. I, I guess you know what. You took a like, game you were never gonna play. Yeah, to be fair, it's a good game, but I mean, at least you could have took, you could have done way more damage. But let's get. We got a lot of news I'm this week. I'm not gonna admit to it. Yeah, we got a lot of news this week, so let's get into it. Uh, Nintendo Switch price rumors. Bands already coming down in the new Pokemon. And how much money have you stolen before being convicted in a video game? All this and more. On the Gamezilla podcast, I'm gonna start things off with a with a really bad joke here. What uh, what's a pirate captain's uh, favorite holiday? I don't know. What is it? Blackbeard Friday. <laughs> yep, I'm I'm out. I'm yeah. leaving. Well, it, you, know, <laughs> you can you can go stand in line at stores like an idiot this Friday to buy your loved ones. Uh, piss poor quality beard care products, or you can stay in your jammas. Stay in your home and log on to DetroitBeardCollective.com and order your beard gift for your loved one that has a beard. I'm talking beard balm, beard elixir, beard combs. They have wood and metal combs, beard shampoo, everything you need to take care of your beard. You can get it at DetroitBeardCollective.com, and uh, they have special holiday bundles. You can uh, order a beard crate subscription, all sorts of great stuff for your beard or your loved one's beard. So uh, don't, don't go to the mall. You're not going to find stuff as good as you'd find at DetroitBeardCollective.com, and you can save by using the checkout code MCGaming. Gang gaming. Gaming. I think you said gaming. MCGaming. Use the code MCGaming at checkout to save twenty percent on orders of twenty-five dollars or more. That's the code MCGaming. Listen, you can go outside and freeze your ass off trying to get an NES classic that only has a two-foot cord, and you can't even play the damn thing properly. You can go outside beard. and try to get yourself a 50-inch Sorny TV made oh, by... No, I want Magnet Box. <laughs> magnet Box. That they make two of them, and they're both broken already in the box. Or you can be smart and make your face beautiful, make someone else's face beautiful that you love by simply going to DetroitBeardCollective.com and, yeah, use that code MCGaming. No V. No V. MC Gaming, 20% off on all orders over $25. Woo! I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com, downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. I hope you're ready for a very busy news segment because we got some pretty big news. Starting with Rumor Mill, Nintendo Switch rumors have hit... And they are pretty legitimate of price leaks. That's right. Let's Play Video Games claims to have spoken to two credible sources that the retailer game has been told to expect to sell the Nintendo Switch for $199.99. That is UK. But they've also confirmed that that is... Yeah, right. Exactly. But Got they're that. also talking that uh, the conversion is going to also be one ninety nine ninety nine American. They're not going to just... It's not actually adjusting. Boom, boom. But it also confirms that there's actually going to be an additional skew that is $50 or more. 
and will include more storage and a video game. So for $250, you're going to be getting a bundle at $250. Both price points are under the starting points for the current systems that are out there right now. This is what I told you, and you said there's no way you were getting you were getting excited and yelling at me saying, Don't don't you dare talk like that. I just don't want you to get and me hyped up. I'm getting you hyped right now. I'm a hype man, okay? Yeah. I was texting my wife about it today, I'm like yeah, you know, rumors has it, it might just be like two two fifty. You know, that's my Christmas gift. You know what's going on, and she's like, "We're gonna have so much fun with that." And I was like, "You mean I'm gonna have so much fun with it?" Your Christmas <laughs> gift twenty nineteen, because that's when you'll get one. No, if you don't like, uh, if you don't trust Let's Play video games, well, WCCF Tech, Canadian Toys R Us accidentally listed the Nintendo Switch as well for the same exact amount. It's a, it's it's leaking here. I think we are set up for this thing to be hotcakes. It is going to be impossible to get a hold of one of these unless you pre-order it or, I don't know, sell your left nut for it. I'm not sure. but It's going to be just like the Wii. It's going to be insane. So that's pretty exciting. Obviously, none of this is confirmed, so let's not get too carried away. But the leaks are real. I don't think they're going to make it to uh, January to give us this details without it being pretty close to confirmed. Um, but yeah, at one ninety nine, my only question to the listeners is: Would you buy one? Because I'm buying two, probably. Because Jade, who wouldn't buy one? I mean, Brick Bitch needs one. Otherwise, she'll just take mine all the time. Again, there's if Skyrim comes out on it. Oh God! You need yeah. two because yeah. then she can play Skyrim if, on her breaks at if work. If there's and... any type of achievement or trophy aspect to Nintendo, I'm doomed. I have to buy two. <laughs> have to. Anyways, Skyrim, I believe, could have got leaked too. Yeah, it, it is. It is very much looking like it is. Not as good Switch. of a leak as this, but yeah. It's more like, oh, this guy's Twitter says that he knows somebody that's a legit source that says... They also showed footage of it on the the reveal trailer. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, assuming assuming that that's what we saw, which I think it is, but we'll see. Bethesda's also not saying anything, which is because Nintendo's like, if you say anything, we'll sue you. So, (laughs) okay, you don't mess with the big end. We all know that. They're ruthless. All right, next up, Pokemon Stars. Have you heard about this? Oh, yes. It was was a topic of conversation around a wedding table. Uh, Al and I got a Pokemon conversation started this weekend at a wedding, and some guy's like, hey, have you heard about Pokemon Stars? And we're like, tell us more. Pokemon Stars, a third version of Sun and Moon, reportedly coming to Nintendo Switch. That is right. A new mainline Pokemon game, codenamed Pokemon Stars, is reportedly in development for the Nintendo Switch and will release for the console sometime next year. According to Eurogamer, several sources have told the outlet that Game Freak is well into development on a third version of Sun and Moon that will feature the same map, local, same map locals, and art style as the aforementioned 3DS game. But with improved visuals. Looks like it's gonna. I'm gonna Game Freak's gonna help me make good on my guarantee that there will be a main series Pokemon game on the Switch. Yeah, I think I think you've pretty much already won that. Yeah, thanks, Game Freak. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Pokemon Stars is reportedly being built with separate higher resolution assets. Uh, one of which was first shown in the announcement teaser for Sun and Moon that released back in February. During the video's brief look at the studio, several shots of concept art are shown, as well as a high-definition model of Pika-Pek. Pika-Peak? 
Is it Pika? It's the one that's dressed up like to look like Pikachu. I thought that was Mimikyu. Oh, this is Pika Peek, then maybe. I don't know. P I K I P E K. Isn't that that bird? Picky Peck? Yeah, Picky Peck. It's oh, that that's that bird. Yeah, yeah, that shoots the little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that little bird. That's right. That will apparently it's be Pidgey. used. It's this shirt. It's, yeah, it's Pidgey. Yeah, that will apparently be used in Pokemon Stars. So. Uh, Eurogame roster reports players will be able to trade their Pokemon from Sun and Moon to the new Switch version via Pokemon Bank app. This is sounding so fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, I might have to buy two Switches. If there's a Pokemon yeah. game on it, Elle's going to be yeah. like, we need two Switches now. Additionally, Pokemon Stars may feature additional creatures to collect, though this couldn't be confirmed uh, through the outlets yet. So, <sighs> Summer 2017. So yeah, you're uh, you're right on you're right on on pace here, Ebone. Next up, stay in focus with Pokemon. Nintendo bans 3DS players with unauthorized copies of Pokemon Sun and Moon from using online services. No Nintendo network services for you. So players who downloaded the pirated copies of Pokemon Sun and Moon, if you didn't know, it got leaked. Shocker, everything gets leaked nowadays. But Pokemon Moon had a pretty major leak. Uh, so anybody that downloaded it uh, on their 3DS systems have been banned from all Nintendo online services. As spotted by Kotaku, users with pirated Pokemon copies began posting online forums like 4chan, claiming that after player, playing online for some time, they were unable to play Pokemon Sun and Moon online. They also said the general online functions for the system, like connecting to the eShop, were also not working. A.K.A. your shit's bricked, Okay. Congratulations, you didn't go out and spend your 40 bucks, and now you might as well go buy a whole new 3DS system because they bricked your console. Oh, yeah, my 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 3DS would be at some local pawn shop so fast. <laughs> yeah. like, well, see, you. <laughs> gotta go buy a new one. The network-wide nature of the ban was then confirmed by the official Nintendo statement. As a result of a number of Nintendo 3DS users using unauthorized versions of several games and connecting to the official game servers in violation of our is a violation of our terms of service. These users, Nintendo 3DS systems that stored the unauthorized game code, have been banned from Nintendo's online network effective immediately. So there you have it. Don't cheat the system. If you want to play a game, buy it. Normally, I would side with the consumer or the 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 player because Nintendo like tries to ban a lot of stupid shit. All right, the big end comes down and like, oh no, you can't say the word Pokemon in a sentence because uh, we invented it and uh, you can't use that word. Like stupid stuff like that. But like this, good. These guys should have got their shit bricked. Yeah, I don't have any pity for people that that try to you know. <sighs> These people are like. I'm not talking about Nintendo, and I'm not even talking about Game Freak at a corporate level, but I'm talking about, like, the artists that that put years into developing a game. Like, don't do not do that. It's just like stealing from an artist. Like, would you really, like, go to, like, a local art fair and, like, rip a, rip off a painting? Like, don't do that. Been there, done that. I mean, yeah, Ebone is uh, he's a sociopath. Of course yeah. he'd do it. He urinated on it right in front of the artist <laughs> exactly. while he cried. Yeah. <laughs> this art is shitty and just takes a dump on it. <laughs> it's better now. And then the artist sold it. it for twice as much he to did. the next you're, guy. You're right. <laughs> Made it better. What happens is that whole thing happened and then people realized it, they thought it was an actual like it's art. Li- yeah, it's live performance. Live performance. And and the, the artist is famous now. So art prize. <laughs> Anyways, getting off track here. Next 
And the last Pokemon news is Pokemon Go gives thanks with double XP this week. So if you still play this game, starting on the 23rd until November 30th, you will get double XP points and double Stardust. So you can really start to build up some of your inventory there. But um, my my whole point that I put this in the uh, show is because... You're giving thanks, but you're also promoting people to not spend time with their family because they have to go Pokemon hunt out in the cold or where. I mean, maybe it's not cold everywhere, but it's Thanksgiving. You're supposed to be hanging out with your family. I doubt all, I doubt your whole family plays Pokemon Go. If they do, you guys are in luck, okay? And Beatrice, let's go catch them <laughs> yeah. all. But for all the people that, you know, for all the poor kids that are playing this game still and they have to sit at their uncle's house and they're not allowed to leave the house, like, but it's double XP. There's a Charizard outside. No, sit down and eat your turkey. (laughs) (laughs) But it's dry. Shut up. Get some gravy. It ain't more gravy to grow up big and strong like Uncle Al. But anyways, you can get your your double (laughs) XP. Strong <laughs> like Uncle Al. Man, they got dark. They got dark real quick. They got real dark. I have diabetes, <laughs> man. Lose my foot. <laughs> now, eat, now pass me the rest of that pumpkin pie. <laughs> he sounds like Beep Bop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyways, you will have time because it does run till November 30th, but uh, double XP. So there you go. Next up, we have Dishonored 2 is getting new game plus custom difficulty settings. So, we are looking at, although no other details about this difficulty setting has been released, there are two new options that are part of the expanding Dishonored 2's Play Your Way philosophy. More details on the content of the update will be revealing in the coming weeks from Bethesda, but it does look like they are going to be adding some very... um, they, they've talked about it already, and the game modes that are already in Dishonored 2 are interesting, uh, where you can literally go through the game without killing anybody, you can go through the game without being seen, or you can massacre everything you want, including random NPCs. Um, so it looks like they're going to be adding to that, which is pretty cool. All right, let's get into some good news that I love seeing. Hacker. Convicted after stealing $16 million in FIFA coins. There you go. There's your last coin you're ever going to (laughs) see. One for the road. Hacker Anthony Clark, 24, from California, has been convicted of wire fraud following a scheme that involved defrauding EA of of FIFA coins to the value of $16 million. As Eurogamer reports, the popularity of FIFA worldwide has led to black market trading of the game's in-game currency. In short, the currency which can be purchased with real-world money has a value online where it can be sold without EA's permission for less than the cost to buy it legally. The FBI accused Clark and three other co-conspirators. I'm not even going to announce their names, but we got uh, a 24-year-old in New Jersey, a 24-year-old in Texas, and a 24-year-old in Virginia. So, all 24-year-olds, good. All, all, all bright, our bright future is coming right up and, and starting strong here. Um, of building software which logged thousands of FIFA matches within a matter of seconds, resulting in EA servers crediting Clark and company with coins they had earned from gameplay. The coins were then sold on the black market to dealers in Europe and China for a value of over $16 million. 
goodness. Like here, okay. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna say this first. Holy shit! Did you come up with a good idea? Yeah, that's okay. Re- it's real smart. But you probably should have stopped well before sixteen million dollars. Like, you you agree? Like, could you have done maybe got just a couple million and probably just like slid away and just gone into the you know gone on with your life and been set pretty much. Like you could have done some good things with that money. Nope. And I'm not I'm not promoting this at all. I've had friends that have been you know they've had their credit cards that are tied to their uh, PlayStation or Xbox accounts hacked for FIFA coins. So, like, it's a problem, and I'm glad these people got caught. But the FIFA f- players are the worst is yeah. what we're getting The at. three co-conspirators have pled guilty and now await sentencing. Following his conviction by jury in Fort Worth, Texas, Clark's sentencing is due to take place February 27th, 2017. I'm excited to see uh, what he gets. What do you, what do you buy th- with FIFA coins? Uh, you buy, like... Uh, Packs, so you buy packs which give you player cards. Okay. You can buy booth, uh, buffs or um, like there's a you know where you kind of create your own character and then you you advance them throughout their career. So you get buffs to make them faster and stronger and all that type of stuff. Okay. But uh, mainly, it's uh, the biggest thing I ever saw in FIFA was the was the what did they call it? Dynasty mode or something like that. And you bought packs and you know, you got players from around the world and then you constructed a team and then you went out and you got to play as that team. Yeah. I wonder if a judge in Texas, like, like soccer. Well, what the hell is soccer anyway? <laughs> that ain't football. Put him in jail. Like that's the end of the trial. He just gets mad about soccer and throws yeah. him in jail. Notice yeah. they said Europe and China, which means they probably tried to sell it to the U.S. and yeah. they were like, "We don't want fucking FIFA coins." Yeah, or so that, that- or, or that, or they were semi-smart trying to trying to take it off. Yeah, off, I'm sure uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, but, but yeah, they're in trial there in Texas. Yeah. All right, so let's get into, let's get into some positive news here. Amazon is launching a one hundred thousand dollar esports tournament in Las Vegas, and this is one that I think. Even Jazzy could maybe no. partake in. No. Amazon revealed Champions of Fire, its new App Store esports tournament. I'm sorry. I, la- I laughed at that. That was mean. <laughs> I didn't even give it a chance. Champions of Fire. <laughs> of course, whoa, he said whoa, whoa, I whoa, could do whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. I think this is the appropriate time. I know what you're about to give me. Yeah. Get lit. Champions Amazon. Of fire. The new App Store eSports <laughs> Tournament. The event is being held in Las Vegas on December 2nd. The world's biggest celebrity video game streamers will be competing for a piece of a $100,000 prize. A two-hour special of highlights from the tournament will air on CBS Sports Network December 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. And the live event will take place on Twitch. So you'll be able to watch it live, and it's gonna make some uh, prime time. So that's uh, that's that's pretty impressive. But well, who has the CBS Sports Network? That's true. But let, let me get to like hockey co- fans. Let me get to the competition. It's NBC, here, isn't it? Five competitors, maybe. Five competitors will go head to head in Disney's Crossy Roads. What? Pac Man Two Fifty Six. What? Bloons TD Battles. Eight Pool Ball. And Fruit Ninja Tournament Edition. That's right. According to, 
According to Amazon, all 16 competitors must show their supreme skill in all five games to win the $30,000 grand prize. Crossy Road. Disney edition. Am I the only one that thinks this is stupid? (laughs) No, man, this is legit. Yes, Jeff. I love me some app games. I want to know how much money Amazon has spent for this. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting on the toilet playing my app game thinking, man, I could go pro at this shit. Like, <laughs> come on. Hey, man, if you knew, if you thought you had a chance to go win 30 grand playing Pac Man 256, you'd go play Pac Man 256. I don't know. I don't know if I would. If someone called I'm, you right now and said, hey, we're going to fly you to Vegas and you're going to compete in Pac Man 256 for $30,000, what would you tell them? If, okay, so let's say nope, I did. Nope, nope, nope. I don't, no, no, I don't want an explanation. I just want an answer. I'm calling no, you right I now. I can't. I'm do calling it. you right now and saying, "Hey, man, free, free. I'm gonna fly you out here. I'm gonna put you up in a nice hotel. I'm gonna feed your ass. All you gotta do is play Pac-Man 256, and if you're the best, you get 30 grand." Yeah, I'd do it. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah. I'd do it too. You can, it could be fucking. I wouldn't tell anybody that I was the champion, though. Though. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you brag? Be like, like Jazzy. Why you got? Why you balled out with all this cash? You be like, yeah, man. I'm. Batman champion. I think it's kind of cool I'm if you think about Billy it. Mitchell. If you think about it, how ridiculous it is, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I just bought, you know, I just bought four PS4s, you know, because uh, I won $30,000 playing Pac-Man because someone was dumb enough to give me $30,000 for playing Pac-Man. All right. You're I'm not. Gonna, I'm you're not. You're not the idiot. Amazon is. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else is. That's, <laughs> all the enablers. They're the problem. There's a guy who works at at Amazon who is just bamboozled. Everyone else at Amazon. He's, <laughs> you know, it was like he was given a small project and somehow he got like way too much money. He was yeah. like, I'm doing an app game <laughs> tournament, and then so, like someone's gonna find out. Like they're gonna be like watching CBS Sports and be like, Why is there? Why is there an Amazon? Phone game, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's fired. Like they see yeah. him on screen, just like yelling behind the competitors, like, "Oh, that guy!" Yep. And he's gone. I think. I think the real, the real person we have to look at here is Twitch. Who at Twitch was like an app game tournament? We need to sh- live stream this. I mean, that's I don't a great. Think, idea. I don't think Twitch. Twitch may have had nothing to do with this because if you think about it, everybody uses Twitch, right? So like yeah, so I guess Twitch can can't just, Twitch can't necessarily say no to it unless I guess there was like nudity or whatever. But the, here's the big thing, okay? This it gets even better. If I'm, there's nudity at yeah. this thing, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, like I'm just done. Wait, yeah. who, wait who Naked owns Twitch? Pac-Man. Who owns Twitch? Is it is does Yahoo own Twitch? Doesn't someone own Twitch? No, I think I thought Twitch was still its own thing. Yeah. I thought Twitch had recently been bought. I thought it was. Well, I thought it was in the works of it could be bought. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. You look it up. But I, I, I got a connection to Amazon. I got to cover this. Oh, no, they, they're owned yeah, by Amazon. They're owned by Amazon. They were. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Again, though, if I was, if I had enough money to to do this event, I'd put it on Twitch anyways. If I didn't own Twitch, like why wouldn't I? But here's the thing: on the docket for the event are streamers, Boxbox, Professor Broman. Uh, Northern Lion, LOL, Renene, Brian Keebler, and more. Okay, ah, the Elfman, Brian. These Keebler. people did not come for free. You paid them to. You're, you are paying these people to be there. Not only do they have a chance to win money, they got paid. Even if they got last place, these fuckers got money. Okay, so not only did you take a hundred thousand dollars, but you're also paying so that you can have known people play in your tournament because no one else would yeah. do that. No one's going to come out to Vegas unless they're already in Vegas to play your game app tournament. 
And then are the tickets for sale? Because it says that they're free they're tickets. They're free. No, they're not for sale. Yeah, like, they're where free. are they getting this money from? Because Amazon they, is so rich. Because they know no one would pay to come watch this. But if you're in Vegas and it's a free ticket, you'll probably come check it out for a few minutes. This needs to be... Like a bunch of people crowded around a kiosk in a mall. Like this should not be yes. in an arena in any. It should be a crowd in a mall. Exactly. All right. So next up in the news, we have the year of the delay has struck again, but this time it struck technically for next year. But we already found out about it this year. Don't do it. Persona Five has oh. been delayed. You did it. <laughs> this one this one upsets me for sure. Uh, in a statement, Atlas said the Japanese release of Persona 5 smashed all of our expectations. And as a company, we decided that we owed our fans the very best effort to make Persona 5 our gold standard in localization. So particularly, this means re, uh, redubbing our QA and localization efforts, even returning to the studio to record previously unvoiced lines. We don't want to rush this game, the statement adds. And in this case, it meant we needed to move the release back for the last time. So, we're getting delayed till April 4th, 2017. This game is already out in Japan. It's uh, been it's been praised highly. The Persona the Persona series is a huge series if you're a fan of JRPGs. And uh, I was really excited for this one, so I'm, I'm a little bummed out, but so they need more time to translate yeah. and localize so, and make sure everything's appropriate for I'm, the American audience. Yeah, I'm I'm bummed that it, that it's getting delayed again, but at the same time, I'm going to be super happy when I actually do get it and I can understand what they're saying because it's in English. Well, not just understand, but you're you're also talking about like like it sounds like they maybe took a lot of shortcuts uh, in the dubbing of this game where they where lines weren't even voiced; it was just you're going to read. And now they said, along with the delay, Atlas announced that the Western release of Persona 5 will have dual audio options. So if you want to have it in uh, Japanese voiceover, you can uh, in a free DLC at launch. In addition, Persona 5 will be playable in English for the first time at upcoming 2016 PlayStation Experience, uh, which we talked about. It takes place next month, December 3rd and 4th in Anaheim, California. So... <sighs> so, this yeah. game looks gorgeous. It does. Like, I'm super if, pumped. If they're going to delay it so that it can make it even better, like let them do it. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I mean, we got enough games to play anyways, but delay, delay, delay. All right, next up, Alan Wake developer teases new game trailer. So, Remedy Entertainment, the developer behind such games as Max Payne 1, Max Payne 2, Alan Wake, and most, recent, uh, most recently, Quantum Break, is teasing the release of a new game trailer starring Sam Lake, Remedy's creative director. The brief video, the brief, eh, wow, blah, 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 blah. the beef video, <laughs> the beef, 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 yeah, where's yeah. the beef? Beef. The brief video shows a montage of Lake introducing himself before revealing the company's plans to release a new trailer soon. What this game is, or when the trailer will drop, remains to be seen. While no timing is given, upcoming events in just a couple of weeks include the Video Game Awards and PlayStation Experience, so either one could be a candidate. Uh, earlier, earlier this year, Remedy released the time travel drama Quantum Break, so it may be a little surprising that the company already has a new project to show off. However, in June, it announced it had split its studio into two teams, and that it was working on two separate AAA games. Well, it did say neither of those are sequels to its cult hit Alan Wake. A new trademark for the series was spotted back in February. 
So we'll see what it is, but uh, I'm excited. I enjoyed Quantum Break. It wasn't the smash hit that everybody was hoping for, but if you've ever played Max Payne, uh, that was those were great games, and Alan Wake is an, an awesome game. If you've never enjoyed Alan Wake, you should check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to announce. What are you laughing about over there? Well, instead of checking it out, they could play it. Nah. No, they need to check it out first. They could just play it. No, they need to check it out first. And after they check it out, they should probably check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) The Game Awards 2016 will show off more gameplay in wake of No Man's Sky. (laughs) Nominees revealed. Doom, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4 are among the top nominees. So, if you looked at this, this this is gonna be the most boring <laughs> game awards ever, because Uncharted Four and Overwatch are gonna win everything. Ah, uh, no, they won't. I mean, you got indie, you got there's all sorts of things. There. Yeah, I. But I'm saying like Have they a majority. Categories or anything? Oh yeah, they release nominees and categories for everything. Oh well, let's pull that up. All right, you, you ready? Can move on. I, wait, uh, you I got it. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's oh, talk yeah. about it's it. Part, it's part of this article. Let's just, break it down. Let's talk can about it. Can this. I talk about the, the what I was talking about first, though, and then we can yeah, break it down? absolutely. No. Because it's, it's a pretty big deal. Because of the reaction to No Man's Sky and the game's presence at previous uh, Game Awards showcases, host and producer, uh, what's this, Jeff, is it Knightley? Knightley. Says the awards show this year will be putting on emphasis on actual gameplay in the spotlight this year. Speaking with Polygon, Nightly revealed the show's renewed focus on gameplay over pre-packaged clips. God, No Man's Sky, you can't even get out of your own way right now. I have thought about the story of No Man's Sky a lot, Jeff Knightley said to Polygon. Acknowledging the game's presence on both last year's The Game Awards and its original debut during the 2013 VGX Awards, which Knightley also hosted, may have contributed to a black hole of hype that the developers couldn't pull themselves out of. (laughs) Could've? (laughs) Could've? Couldn't. Couldn't pull themselves out of. There's a good moral of that story, and it's part of what I'm trying to address this year to have developers be more transparent about the state of their game. Thank God. All right, I'm not going to read the rest of that. We'll get into the uh, the nominees, but yeah. I like how he said they're like, there's a story to be learned. Well, No Man's Sky and everybody that helped create that game is off over there hanging themselves. I'm going to sit there and take the spotlight and say that we're going to try to make our show better and our bad. <laughs> yeah, right, like, like apologizing. Yeah. How many times are people going to apologize for No Man's Sky? Right. Oh my goodness. I I don't think you want to go through all these, do you? I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the ones I want to go through. Yeah. Best multiplayer. Battlefield One. Gears of War Four. Overcooked. Nice. Yeah, I like that one. Overwatch. Titanfall Two. See who's missing there? Call of Duty. Ooh. Yeah, because it's best, not worst. <laughs> oh, ouch. Toasty. <laughs> Uh, this will be one that hits close to Ethan's heart. Best fighting game, Killer Instinct Season 3, King of Fighters, fucking 14, I think, Pockin' Tournament, nice. and Street Fighter Five. How does Street Fighter Five get in there? Come Cause, on. Because they ran out of nominees. Yeah, yeah. Mortal yeah. Kombat came out last I year. I don't care. But give Mortal Kombat another run. Like, get it, get it out of it's there. It's probably between Pockin' and... Uh... 
and killer and King of yeah. fighter. Yeah, I don't know. Killer Instinct is is an Evo uh, played game, so maybe. And for you solo players, the best RPG nominees are Dark Souls Three. Why are you reading my news, bro? I just want to do the RPG ones because you don't like RPGs. I like RPGs. No, In you fact, don't. There's yeah. one, two, largely debunked. There's three. Largely. Let's see. I own one, two. Th- I own four of those out of the five. I don't even want to own one of these, and I own one of them. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. You can do this one. Oh, no, sure. no. It's your news. Go for no, it. No, I'm not doing it. We're going to nope. sit in silence unless you do it. Okay. Best RPG. Uh, I'll play it. I'll play take, the alarm. Take a look. <laughs> you have Dark Souls 3. You have Deus Ex Mankind Divided. You have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Blood and Wine DLC. Uh, World of Warcraft Legion and uh, another game. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Another game. The one that you never even gave a chance, yet you paid for it. Best action-adventure game, Dishonored 2, Hitman, Hyper Light Drifter, Ratchet & Clank, and, of course, the winner, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry, every other game on that list. (laughs) Right. All right. Uh, Best VR game. We got Batman Arkham VR, Eve Valkyrie, Job Simulator, Res Infinite and Thumper, and you laugh, but I I really want it to win, and I think it has a chance. Job Sim- Simulator is going to win Best VR Game. Can you tell me? I don't know anything about Job Simulator. Oh it's my basically, gosh, it's awesome. Yeah, it's basically what? taking what? simplistic like aspects of of a horrible job, and then like allowing you to pretty much do whatever you want. So like, there's your boss, which is like a little like robot like floating robot television screen and you just take your stapler and you like throw your stapler at them but like it's chaos you'll be like one of your jobs is a grocery store and you gotta sit there and run things across the scanner and everything right but then every once in a while you can like take a tomato and just like chuck it at somebody if you want it's it's complete just fun and and uh it's actually your top downloaded VR game right now then Batman so I it has a fair uh, it has a fair uh a fair chance. I would love to see it win, just because it's uh, it's an indie game, you know. Just like I think, if Overcook upset the multiplayer, I would be a hundred percent okay with that. So, uh, best independent game, always one that I like to uh, pay attention to. We got Firewatch, Hyper Light Drifter, Inside, Stardew Valley, and The Witness, of course. So, um. I'd be happy with almost any of these, but I think uh, Inside has a, a real strong chance. I, I guess if I wanted one, I would love to see Hyper Light Drifter. If if you know, th- but I, I believe that would be an upset. Um, best performance, we're not gonna do best music, art direction. Um, we'll do art direction. Abzu, which is an underwater you know flower type game, uh, not actual flower like the video game flower. Firewatch. Follow up to Journey, right? It's, is Abzu? No, it's not by the same creator. Yeah. Yeah, see, a lot of people What's get the follow up to journey done in art direction similar to the follow up to journey, journey hasn't technically been released yet. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just yeah. I thought it was by the same yeah. studio. Journey, yeah. Journey Flower, and then Abzu's separate. A- Abzu's separate by Giant Squid, um, and a lot oh, of people yeah. a lot of people do get confused with it, but um, because it is very much like Journey, um, but it, it's it is cool looking. Uh, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch. And Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Unfortunately, Uncharted 4 is going to win that. It's going to win Best Narrative, Best Game Direction. We got Blizzard for Overwatch, Dice for Battlefield 1, which they better not win. Oh, no. ID Software for Doom, 
Naughty Dog for Uncharted 4, and Respawn for Titanfall 2. And then, of course, let's just go over here. Game of the Year. Dun, dun, dun! We're going to go with the most obvious first. Uncharted 4. Overwatch. Doom. Titanfall 2, which I don't believe should be in there. And then Inside. Inside being the indie that has made a no- got a nomination for Game of the Year by Play Dead. So, <sighs> the Game Awards will air on December 1st. And you can check everything out uh, on Twitch. And I, I don't think, I'm not sure if it has TV uh, coverage. But you'll definitely be able to watch the whole thing on Twitch if you want. Desktop computer, phone or tablet. IGN, 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 Roku. So I guess you could watch it through apps on your TV. Yeah, via Twitch. Is that all through Twitch? Live streamed on? Yeah, I guess it would have to be through Twitch. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I got a topic of the show here. And it's just something that's been kind of bugging me a little bit. Today we had a collector's edition revealed. Dun, dun, dun! Resident Evil 7. Why are you giving me a weird look? Just to mess with you. <laughs> I didn't know I was giving you a weird look. You're like giving me this like side eye like I'm going to fuck your face. No, I, don't... I mean, I was thinking, and then you said something, and here we are. Okay, cool. <laughs> My topic of the show is that are collector's edition video games getting out of hand? Resident Evil 7's Collector Edition has been revealed. It includes an 8-inch tall Baker Mansion replica. That is the house that we've seen in the E3 trailers and all that type of stuff. That also serves as a um, music box with LED effects and plays a sample of Aunt Rhody. I just don't care. I just don't care. This anymore. is so dumb. I just don't this care is so anymore. Dumb. I think. Well, I think that's cooler than a lot of like the statues and stuff. It's a music box. Okay, so the package also includes an exclusive metal case, which all things do now, as well as a lithograph of the Baker family, a creepy note from a resident of the mansion, and a VHS tape box to hold the dummy finger because there's like a rubber finger that you get too. For one hundred eighty dollars, how cool is it now? Again, a lot of times you get a statue for $180, so I'd take the music box over a lot it's of a statues. It's a house. It's legitimately like a gray house. It, like, it, it's just Show a house. It's just... so, this is so dumb. Like, if, it, if I had to, I would be more inclined to get this if it was like some sort of like model and I got to at least build the house. All right, that that model looks pretty, that music box looks pretty crappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't it? It's pretty not cool. So I thought it I thought it'd, be, it'd look way cooler than that, and it doesn't. So this brought this brought me to to thinking about all of the collector's editions that I have recently that I bought over this last year. Let's say, right? I have a if you uh, go over to the Gamezilla podcast page where we interact with uh, with our fans and everything like that, you just simply search Gamezilla podcast. You'll find the group, and in there, I post a picture of my. My tower of collector's editions I've bought. And in that pile, half of them I bought after the fact when they clearanced them down 60-70% off because they don't sell. And it's simply, I believe we've gotten to this point where 
collectors and ga- you know just game fans they just don't give a shit and and you're you're asking too much for trinkets you're asking $180 for a little fucking box that has LED built into it that costs you nothing to make and then you're just giving out the same shit over and over again where it's like you know the claptrap edition of the Borderlands was $400. You could buy a PlayStation 4 for the cost of your Borderlands copy, and people bought it. But guess what? They're sitting in every store because not enough people bought it. You know, And that's when I picked mine up, when it was way cheaper. But, and I still paid too much for it. But I like Borderlands. That's one that I, that's one that I wanted. But like Doom? Doom's up for game of the year. I picked up the collector $120 collector's edition for 40 bucks. $20 cheaper than the regular game did at launch. I picked up Halo 5 for 40 bucks. $210 off what they were asking for at launch. It's just stupid. And and one that like I paid full price for which would be Recore. I paid $160 for the Recore collector collector's edition. It is 89.99 now. And that game came out what three months ago? September, right? Yeah, yeah. Not even. Yeah, yeah. But about three months. So, I'm just. I I think we've gotten to this point where video game, like, focus on your game, focus on delivering a good product instead of just like throwing a bunch of shit in a box and thinking that, that and then just charging the premium price for it. I mean, I my biggest. I think my biggest disappointment recently was. Dishonored 2. I paid, you know, the 100 bucks for the collector's edition that came with the mask. Not to realize, and, and may I could have done maybe some more research on this before it shipped to me, but I I was under the assumption that it was a wearable mask. Now, not like I was going to run around with this thing on my face, but when it came and it was about four inches too thin to put on even like a child's face, I was highly disappointed because now it just sits on this little stand and I'm just like you know I had some cool ideas I was going to have do with Instagram and stuff like that for Motor City Gaming and I'm like well that's kind of a bust now this isn't as cool as I thought it was I cancelled my Titanfall I've I've cancelled my um, Final Fantasy I just I just don't care anymore I have no interest I, I'm super excited for Resident Evil 7 I'm not going to buy this it's just, I don't know. I, I don't like the the cat the money grabs that that's going on right now here in in the gaming industry. Now, Ethan, I know you don't buy a lot of these, but what is your take on collector's editions? What are, that they're doing right now? It's interesting because I think back to the days we worked at Worst Purchase. You would have a game come out at sixty dollars. The collector's edition would then be eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. And it would give you a DVD with some bonus content or a shirt or maybe if you're lucky a 90 or $100 one would come with a statue or something like that. I could justify spending 20 more dollars to get extra content for a game I love. Yep. But I am not the type of person who on a new IP, I'm going to go out and buy the collector's edition. If you came out and like, yeah, for $20, $30 on top of the game, you can get a collector's edition for Mortal Kombat. Borderlands, Metroid, uh, you know, ser- you know, Zelda, like series that 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 I know and I love, I'd consider doing it. But I'm not going to dump a hundred and eighty dollars or two hundred and fifty or four hundred dollars into a collector's edition because the base of the bundle 
is the $60 game. It's the content of the game. The rest of it, like you said earlier, it's trinkets, it's add-on, it's frills. And I, I don't need it. I don't I don't need that stuff. And most of the time I don't really want it. I don't have enough shelves to hold all that stuff. Uh, and you don't you're running out. I am running out. But at $180, that is three copies of Resident Evil 7. Exactly. Yep. Three full copies. I'd rather buy three full priced video games <laughs> than one video game. And something I look at on the shelf. 100% I'd rather have the experience of more content. 100% agree. And I feel like what you mentioned at Worst Buy is when you did have those, it was like one, it was like two, maybe three times a year, and it was the biggest game of the year. Yeah. And that, that, was that, would two, have, that would have some sort of mega bundle. I'm talking like two, you know, mid-2000, mid there, two, 2006 yeah. to 2009-ish. Yeah. That was the range that uh, we were selling video games at Worst Purchase, and that... that the market has gotten out of hand for these collector's editions. Jazzy, you got you got any uh, thought on this? I feel they've gotten away from from like what the collector wants. Like you're a video game company that has put out a video game. Like as a gamer, I don't want a a, a fake VCR case that holds my my rubber finger. Like I, I want give me you want you want to give me the house statue Resident Evil okay, I, I'm okay with having the one trinket. Make it a good trinket. Don't give me some cheap piece of plastic that looks like some four year old painted it. Like do a good job on your trinket. Give me the game. You want to give me a steel case? Go for it. Give me the season pass that's going to allow me to get all the DLC for free. Give me a gaming guide if you've created a gaming guide for this game. The, I don't want any other crap. Even an like, art book. Yeah, an art book. Something, Overwatch's yeah. art book was gorgeous. It was great. Overwatch remember, was a nice package. Blizzard put together a nice package. I just don't yeah. want a rubber Postcards, finger. art book, statue, game, steel case, 120 bucks. $60 cheaper than this. I, it's just out of control. And yeah, they're reaching. Yeah, they're, they're just reaching. So, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm a huge fan of collecting. I I like to buy these, but I just I I'm at that point now where I don't even I just don't care. It's like I'm like canceling. I'm canceling them and just ordering like you said the normal game. I'd rather buy three games and not worry about where I'm going to put this giant piece of plastic that you know is going to collect dust. I, I'm really trying to run it through, and I can only think of a couple series I would consider spending near the $100 price point. I probably wouldn't spend over $100 on any collector's edition. And I'm thinking, like, Pokemon Sun and Moon, huge Pokemon fan. I can't imagine what they would actually bundle together to get me to spend that price point. The only collector's edition I can think about that if I could go back in time I would buy is your Mortal Kombat 9 collector's edition where you got a Mortal Kombat fight stick with it. That's what I was just going to say. Do you remember what the uh, what the the perk was around Resident Evil 4? I don't remember. It was in a it was in a like glass and wooden case, you know, to look like it was made out of plastic, and you opened it up and it was a chainsaw, mm-hmm. but it was a GameCube controller. Oh, I remember that controller. It was a functional controller that you could play Resident Evil Four with. Super cool, super cool idea. Now you're just like, uh, here's a bronze statue of Soldier Seventy Six. Here's a statue of Ryu. Here's a statue of Dragon Ball. Here's a stat like. It, there's no, it, you're not thinking it out. There's no like uniqueness to a lot of your things. It's just, it's just a statue. It's no functionality. There's no thought put into it. It's just like, hey, uh, take my character, make a, a 3D render of it, and, and uh, build a hundred thousand of them, and let's sell them for two hundred fifty dollars. That's what it is. It's just, and it sucks. 
So, but yeah, like you said, the arcade stick was super cool. You know, the the Resident Evil 4 collector's edition was super cool. And, you know, I used to love getting helmets. Not And they're not even wearable, but like Halo 3, you know, I got the Chief helmet. Kill zone. I got I got the Hellgast helmet. Yeah, you know, like Super things cool. like that were cooler because like I just feel like if I put that on display, it's it's I don't know. It's just it's just not it's not just a statue because I guess my problem with statues is that I could just go to to uh, Treyarch or uh, I, I forgot I forgot the other um, companies that make these statues, but you know, and just buy them. And that's the sad part. Like, when I bought ReCore, I thought I was buying a collector's edition. No, when it shipped to my house, there was a box that had my, that had my statue in it, and then there was a separate box that had my game in it. It wasn't even the collector's edition. They just shipped two items to me, and they sold it as a collector's edition. I, I, got, I felt real duped on that one. But whatever. Uh, how do you feel about collector's editions? Are you still on board? There are still some that I'm super excited for. I can't wait to get my Horizon Zero Dawn. Gotcha. 56 minutes and about uh, 50 seconds yeah. until we had our Horizon Zero Dawn. Also, did I mention, happy Metroid Monday. Yeah, okay, glad we got, we got both uh, of them out. Okay. Um, anyway, It's Tuesday, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I saw something on Instagram and said it's really cool. I took a snapshot of it. I want to show you. It's about Metroid, but if it's a picture of your genitals, I'm gonna be very eh, pleased. It might be. <laughs> all I'm saying is I got a tattoo. That's all I'm saying. On my balls. All right. It's it's, <laughs> my, it's Metroid. <laughs> no, you, you remember? You, what if you got a tattoo where your dick was Samus's arm cannon? <laughs> done and do- how'd you know that's a tattoo I got? What no, you, better yet, better yet. You were yet. drunk and I was there. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> better yet, all right? It's it's Samus's suit. And then you remember, like, those coin machines where you get the little football helmets? And then he's got a little Samus helmet he just puts right on the top of it. it, it yeah. yeah, I still like the, the arm cannon, kind of, you know, extending out. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what are your it thoughts? It really fires. <laughs> what are your thoughts on collector's editions? Do you think we're ridiculous and that they're great? Do you, are you fed up with the high price points? What do you want to see out of collector's editions? Let us know on the GameZilla podcast group. If you are not a member, head on over there and request to join. It is a closed group right now that we all interact and talk about the upcoming shows and all the news and everything that we're doing. So send an invite and you can get in. Also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Motor City Gaming. It's a website. It's a website. But uh, that's been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Visit our Facebook page that I just said. Nice. You're, you're not confused at where we are in the show. Not at all. Uh, we got special guests next, right? Yes. yes. No, I'm just kidding. There's no guests today. Aww. It's time for Muster Bust. In concert, they would fight this evil in a duel to the death. This war was an all-out effort whose ultimate purpose was to save our planet from total destruction. Must or bust? All right. It's time for Muster Bust where I call out the upcoming video games and we give you our opinion on whether you must try them or they are a bust and you must avoid them. First up, Final Fantasy XV for the PS4 and Xbox One, November 29th. Ethan. Bust. Not interested in Final Fantasy. I don't find the games fun. I'm going to get it. I don't know if I'm going to get it at launch. 
I don't know if it's something that I'm gonna like I have to go pick up day one and play. I'm excited for the game. I'm excited to see what they've done with Final Fantasy. I don't know if I'm that hyped to where it's like I have to be like in line waiting get it day one. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I probably will get a day one in the uh, Steelcase $90 version because I do not want to pay $270 for your collector's edition. So, uh, I'll probably pick it up. It does look very interesting. It, it's taking on a more hack and slash, you know, uh, roll style, which appeals to me instead of the turn-based. And, uh, you know, from what I've seen, it looks pretty I don't know a lot about it. I don't know a lot about the characters. I haven't been watching your weird anime releases about the game. So, uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm semi-excited. I'll probably play it at launch. I think it's a must, though, if you're a Final Fantasy fan. All right. After that, I have Walking Dead Season 3, A New Frontier, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Jazzy. Nope. Bust. I've just never gotten into anything Walking Dead aside from the show. Like, I think everything that's not, like, the television show is just dumb. Now, this is Telltale, just so you know. This is the, that, that's what this is, Season 3 of Telltale Games, Walking Dead. Yeah. Ethan. Everything involving The Walking Dead has little to no interest to me. Um, but I will say I would actually be way more likely to play one of these Telltale games than I would be to watch that awful show. <laughs> Um, it, I'm sure if you've played season one or two, keep it going. Enjoy season three of the Walking Dead Telltale series, Telltale Games. Uh, you know, if that's your style of game, you like it, stick with it. I'd say it's a must if you've played one and two. If you haven't, it's probably a bust. Yeah, I, um, I've enjoyed watching these because uh, Brick Bitch plays them. But, uh, and it, it's like you said, it's more interesting than the time I actually tried to give to the show. So, um, if you're a fan of Telltale and, and you've played the previous seasons, then obviously you got to keep it going and figure out what's going on. So, I'd say a must for that. My last one Super Mario Maker 3DS, December 2nd. Ethan. Pretty sure that one's a must for me. I, like most people in the world, don't own a Wii U. Uh, so this would be my opportunity to get in on the Mario Maker and have endless hours of Mario levels to play. It's a must. Jazzy. If you haven't had the opportunity to play it on a Wii U or you don't own it on a Wii U, get this game. Like, it's it's probably <laughs> maybe the best game that they put out on a Wii U aside from Splatoon. Yeah, it's up there. It's one of the best Wii U games. And for to have it portable and be able to uh, to create your own Mario world, uh, it's... It's a must. I mean, I think I think a lot of people are going to have a blast. I'm a little unhappy with the uh, the lack of modes where you're not going to be able to necessarily share things like you can on the Wii U. But I kind of get it. You're on a 3DS. Maybe it's not it's not as capable. But um, you're going to be able to share levels, I think, locally, but not online. Things like that that kind of I think hinder the the aspect that maybe we love so much with the Wii U version. But at the same time, I still think it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's it. That's Muster Bust. It's a short one this week. But uh, with that being said, let's get into some emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to Game informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at motorcitygaming.com. Okay, Jassy, fiddle your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. That's right. 
You write them, we read them right here on the GameZilla podcast. If you have a question, send it in to info at MotorCityGaming.com and we will, if it gets selected, read it on the show. If it doesn't get selected, hang tight because, you know, we get a lot of emails. So we might read it next week. We might read it the week after that. Busy if we dudes. haven't read it by then, we'll try to answer you some other form. Maybe social media. Maybe I'll send a carrier pigeon to your house with a letter. GameZilla Group, Facebook.com. There you go. But our lucky contestants this week that will get their emails read on the show is Test. As we all know, Pokemon Sun and Moon came out last week, and I had no chill. First off, if the game were any more polished, I'd see myself in the reflection while playing it. I suppose that's his joke about reflections. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, even though the storytelling is so superb, I've put over 37 hours into this game in the last three days. What is wrong with me? A lot. <laughs> I don't think I'm even halfway through the main game. I find myself branching off and exploring in a way that I haven't since Gen 1 or 2. I attached a photo to the show... I'm not exaggerating, and there's a legit a photo. Thirty-seven. <laughs> wow, thirty-seven twenty-seven. His Pokedex is one hundred eleven. Whoo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a few. He put a few minutes into this game. Shout out to Ethan, who must be a character in this game because I last saved in a shady house. Nice. <laughs> the only other gaming I did this weekend besides Pokemon was about an hour of 3v3 Overwatch elimination with Jazzy. And even then, I was playing between spawns. This is legit. Like, I was, I'm like, dude, why are you standing there? Oh, hold on. I gotta try, I gotta find a spot where I could save, like, put this down. Like, put it down and play Overwatch with me. Like, I know it just came out. Either don't play or go play Pokemon. Play Overwatch, play Pokemon. So. No, you gotta play both. He's he's got it right. Yeah, he. I mean, he's quite the multitasker. <laughs> but I digress into these questions. What is the last game that completely consumed your life that you may have skipped out on certain basic necessities such as sleeping, eating, and bathing? I think the audience expects the answer to be Destiny for the Twins or Borderlands for E-Boner, so dig a little deeper. Oh, I'll dig deeper. Destiny has taken plenty of my hours, but I've never put time in like I did with Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> Fantasy Star Online is by far my biggest obsession I've ever had. I'm talking there were moments where I came home from school and I played Fantasy Star Online until I went back to school the following day. <laughs> As in zero sleep... And then we'd take a about a 20-minute nap on the way to school. And that was my sleep. Um, I, I can't think of another game that I did so so much gameplay like that where I literally, like, I felt like my health was probably hindered because of it and I just did not... I was It was not a smart idea. Yeah. But it was totally worth it. <laughs> Mine's right along those same, <laughs> same lines of World of Warcraft. There were times where I legit would run across the street to McDonald's to purchase a double cheeseburger, 
because I felt like it would be shorter for me to do shorter time period for me to do that than grill up a grilled cheese because I had to get back to the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had problems. I mean, it's not thirty-seven hours and three days problems, but I mean, we had problems. That's a serious problem. Hashtag gamer problems. <laughs> Mine uh, sounds like it would be a problem from nineteen ninety-nine, but it was a problem from. A year and a half ago, uh, I bought Roller Coaster Tycoon on the original Xbox. <laughs> Again, this on the was, original Xbox. This oh, was God, like mid 2015 because I didn't have a PC. I was like, ah, oh, I can get it for 11 bucks on eBay on the original Xbox. So I'm sitting there playing with the control with you know the Xbox control, which is the worst way God to play awful. Roller Coaster Tycoon. But I was like, oh, you know, it's 10 o'clock. You know, maybe I'll uh, sit down and uh, you know just work on my park a little bit. And all of a sudden, I'm like, it's 2.30. How did this happen? Like, like four and a half hours of my night gone. Like, I got to get up for work soon. Like, just, I have no idea. But I kept doing that night in and night out. Yeah. Um, and it's it was while Elle was away living in Florida. I'm like, you're working at a theme park. I'm playing a video game where I run a theme park. <laughs> we have we, we have, have something in common, common to talk about. Yeah, please don't fall in love with some other guy while you're down there. You know, <laughs> I tried to find the common ground, and I did that by pouring way too much of my life in 2015 into the original Roller Coaster Tycoon game. Great game, though. It's I awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. Oh, absolutely. I recently bought the uh, Humble Bundle that had Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 in it, and uh, I'm greatly anticipating buying a PC here over the next uh, maybe month, month and a half, so I can uh, flush my life down the toilet again. So coming soon to motors, uh, to the to the GameZilla podcast, me talking about Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 all the time. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> And next, any new generation Pokemon impress you so far? And I don't, I'm probably going to butcher these, but I've been a huge fan of Golisopod. I, I would go with Golisopod. 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 Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, which is a combo of my two well, of two types that I rarely have used, and uh, Salazil, which is a combination of two types that I've always loved. Um, so you put 37 hours in, I put two and a half hours in. I, uh, I am not as, uh, in love with this game as you are, and I don't want to give my review yet, because I need to put some more time into this. I think we've discussed that as a team, we really want to talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon next episode, um, and potentially bring on a expert, uh, guest to help us with that, but... I will say in the first two and a half hours I've played, I don't have a brand new Pokemon other than my boy, Houdini. That's right, Rowlet. I, I love my owl, but I knew I was going to love I knew I knew was gonna love him from, from day one. So that's, that's who, uh, the only one I care about right now. Yeah, I haven't ran into any newer ones that have really grasped. Like, my only aha moment in this game was... When I ran into, they're like, oh, you got to go uh, stop this Feebas from doing this. And I'm like, what? Merlotic's in this game? And I was like, yes, I could get Merlotic. And it wasn't a new Pokemon. So I, I've been more hyped for some of the older Pokemon that I that I found in this game so far versus any of the newer ones. I will say uh, I'm playing Moon. Are you playing Moon? Playing Moon. Okay. I will say that the 
Um, I don't think that has anything to do with my statement, but whatever. Like the Pokemon that like saves you from falling. Yeah. The, so the champion of that of the first island. Yeah. I don't want to give away too much. This is nothing crazy. I'm giving away right yeah. now. I thought I saw the first second I saw that Pokemon. I was like, in. I was like, oh my god, that looked sweet. Like I hope others. And then since then, I haven't really been like wowed by anything. I think on the first island, a lot of the Pokemon seem pretty standard. And I believe as you go on, some of them get pretty cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that makes sense. So, but um, do you have a, a favorite uh, or a new generation that you like? Real quick before Xander tears Jazzy up, are you talking about the Pokemon Melotic? Oh, is it Melodic? You were adding a couple letters in there. And I, oh, well, I figured I'd help I you out. I can't say before, any of them, you know. Yeah, before he craps on you in the yeah. next episode of Legend of Retro. Dratini, whatever. <laughs> like, I can't I can't yeah. pronounce Pokemon. I probably butchered all the two that he said here, too, At least we so. could say the word participation, though. Yeah, on the Legend of Retro, I... <laughs> True. No, pronunciation is the word I can oh, say. Oh, pronounce oh. per, <laughs> Um I, The Pokemon special of Legend of Retro, I, just, I butchered some words bad. Um... So I haven't found, other than my now uh, Torah Cat, I have not found a new Pokemon that I've been in love with on, because I'm just finishing the first island right now. Um, I'm out trying to catch a Rockruff, because I think Rockruff looks real cool. But I absolutely love Alolan Grimer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, that, like, that is one that looks cool, for Muck's sure. one of my favorite Pokemon. And then you give... Muck and Grimer, the Poison Dark dual typing. I love that dual typing. It's uh, one of my favorites, and uh, I plan on riding out the whole game with a Muck. So, um, I and I caught one. It had a Black Sludge, so it's automatically healing itself in battle, and I I really love that Pokemon. It's my number two right after my Cat. Nice, nice. Game on, you bearded Pokemon master bastards. Test. Thanks, Test. Thanks. Our next question comes from Button Masher Caleb. I am done with gaming. I sold my Xbox One, PS4, and 60-inch TV. Time to spend more time with the family and think about life improvements. Nah. Who am I kidding? I sold crap so that I could buy a 65-inch 4K HDR TV, a PS4 Pro, and Xbox One S. With so much guilt for spending $2,000, $1,150 for everything after selling my stuff, which is not bad, plus 0% for two years. Future proof for the next five years. Tech never changes. My question for you guys, how much do you find yourselves buying in terms of gaming, collector's editions, Funko Pops, <laughs> stuffed animals, or whatever because your friends do would you be it would you be as into all of this nerd stuff without the crew when you guys started the podcast i last gen hardware 42 inch tv and no collectibles whatsoever now i have a few of everything i guess i'm just saying i love being part of a community and sharing the same interests so don't feel bad about influence influencing me to spend money if if I didn't have it to spend, I wouldn't. Game on, friend of the show, BMC. 
first of all, I never feel bad about making people spend money because I spend just as much money as anybody else, if not more. It's not just as much. It's like way more. Okay. So, that, so that's why I never <laughs> it's not feel even, bad. Like Jazzy maybe isn't a close second. Yeah, he is. I'm in a very, very like last place yeah. uh, compared to everyone involved with Motor City Gaming, but you're you're far, far, far ahead. Yeah, I mean, to, be, to answer this one, it, it's one reason why we started even making a podcast day one is that we felt like we could talk about gaming and share it with people and that we thought we, it was interesting enough that some people might listen and because of it we would actually begin a community and I think we have that now you know we have people that listen to us all over the country and some people outside the country so I'm super excited about it I I am honored that people listen to what you know listen to what we say and sometimes make a decision on their gaming you know lives to based off what our our advice so um do i buy things because of my friends i generally i buy everything so i always feel like (laughs) i do i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i buy he doesn't have the chance to buy stuff because of his friends because he's already bought it it's usually true yeah (laughs) I generally feel like that person, and and I think BMC knows this. I generally feel like that person that you know, Jazzy comes over, tries out the VR, goes gets a VR. Jazzy comes over, sees HDR, goes out. You know, he was already getting a pro, but that sold him on the TV. So, and I'm okay with that. I like the idea that I can show someone something, but at the same time, I know that Ethan can come look at something and say, "Yeah, that's cool. I can't afford it. If I if I had you know a bunch of money, would I get it? Maybe." So like. I, as long as I don't feel like someone is hurting themselves because they're I don't know trying to like keep pace with me or they have they want to buy something just because it's cool, then you know then I don't I don't want that out of anybody. Pay your bills, enjoy your life, and if you have that money to have fun with it, and that's the way you want to have fun with it, then go for it. But uh, I mean, I've bought stuff because of my friends. Yes, absolutely. I've bought I've bought Pokemon cards because of Ethan. I have a shit ton of Pokemon cards. Here's the problem, though. I spend a lot of money. So he played Pokemon. And then I went out and just kept buying Pokemon cards. I, I had plenty to play Pokemon with him. It didn't matter. I just wanted to keep buying cards. So that's there's that's where my problem lies in. But, um, you know, and I'd say Jazzy. If I, you know, I could look at anybody and say, Jazzy, I bought Heroclix in, back in the past because of Jazzy. You know, so definitely... You know, because I see something that someone is enjoying and I go, oh, I think that might be fun and I'd like to game with them in that aspect, I'm going to buy it. Absolutely. What about you guys? Yeah, I think you hit it spot on. Um, The reason we kind of started this was to give our opinion. I personally like all of the new stuff, so I want to try, like, the new new updated graphics. I want to get the best of the best. I want to see what the difference is from, you know, when I started gaming to what I'm currently gaming on to what's what's the benefit of this brand new piece of tech that's coming out. Like, can you see the difference? How much cooler, how much more does it make me feel as it's being part of the game? So I, I like that aspect. For gamers kind of like Ethan, like he's not going to go out and buy an HDR and a PS4 Pro so that he could buy, play Roller Coaster Tycoon because he enjoys playing the game. Like you're, you're just not going to get that, that same feeling. So it really depends on, you Until know. Until they release a 4K <laughs> HDR Roller Coaster Tycoon game. And I'm like, oh, In I need VR. to go <laughs> 
So it really comes down to like what you enjoy in gaming. Uh, we enjoy, you know, all of the new cool tech, and you know, if we can get you guys into that with us, and you have the ability to do so, come along for the ride. I would say there is clear evidence because the Motor City Gaming team bought me a PS4 that I now do spend more money on video games by them enabling me going, here's the system, now you have to play with us. Um, that was, obviously that was the point. Yeah, and it worked. Um, I, I will say that prior to getting uh, the system last year for Christmas from the team, uh, I did mention to my at-the-time fiancé, like, hey, you know, Maybe sometime after the wedding, you know, I'd really like to get a PS4, you know, because that's what all my friends are playing. I'd like to try this Destiny. Like, you know, like I did have intentions to get into it. Uh, you guys just helped speed up that process. And I would say that the the way the team or my friends influence my gaming purchases now is everyone's playing Overwatch. Well, I don't want to be the only one over here playing Battleborn. I'm going to get Overwatch. You know, like, I tend to, you know, I don't buy every game that everyone else on the team is playing, but if, you know, if everyone, if it looks like it's going to be a game people are playing for a while and the community's built around it and we're having fun with it, then I'll dive in. Then I then I join in with everyone else and playing it. Plus, because we have this community now, like, I, I can look, I can play a game like Overwatch and then I can go to Ethan and say, hey, you should check this game out. I think you're gonna like it. Play and, and check out Roadhog. You know, like, and and sure enough, you came over, you played a few rounds, and you were like, okay, yeah, this is actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You still didn't buy it right out the gate, you know, but but you ended up picking it up. And you know, that's that's the thing is that I, I like the the not only the if there's an influence, but I like the uh, last week we talked about the PS4 Pro. We both like the PS4 Pro. We've invested into that system now by buying TVs and anything else we needed. But did I think it was? Is it is it ready for prime time? Is it ready for everybody to go out and buy one? I I didn't think so. I still don't think so right now. But you know, if you have the equipment, I think it's worth it. And that's that's what I love is that because we do this, we can give that type of device out. We can you know you if you have questions, we've had multiple people contact us since that show and say, hey, is it really worth it? Yep. What's the differences? You know, I've had I've had BMC contact me and go, uh, I can't get HDR to work on my TV. What's wrong? You know, and we worked through it. So you know, that's that's yeah. what I love the most is that not only can we give can can we give our advice, but we can also back it up and, and help you through uh, you know situations. Oh, we've had people come over here and try the VR because they wanted to try it out before try it before you buy it. <laughs> like yeah, yep, yep. So plus, I think. Also, your friends have a way of influencing you, even if you're you're not like super hyped about it. Because perfect example, Buttmaster Caleb, he talks and talks and talks so good about Bioshock. Everything I've seen Bioshock doesn't seem like it interests me that much. But I'm going to tell you that you know, sometime down the road here, I'm going to pick up Bioshock and play it just because he loves it so much. Like I want to know. I just have that like, why does he love it so much? And it has no you know, influence over me at all. Like what, what's really drawing, am I missing something? Is it a gem that I don't know about? So yeah. Good Thank question. you. Great question. BMC. One thing, you know, like part of his question was, you know, asking about our video game spending. And I know that for me being, we'll, we'll kindly say I'm the most frugal member, member of the team. I'm not, sure. I don't buy every game. I buy every maybe fourth or fifth game that, that people are getting into. Um, a lot of that is also mapping out my purchases. So I knew that between 
you know, between playing Destiny, you know, that you guys got me with my system, what's the next big game I'm, I was going to buy? I was already eyeing Overwatch. And then I bought Overwatch months later. So I bought Overwatch, and I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to make any big gaming purchase, you know, maybe, you know, like, see what else comes along. And then sure enough, the Switch, the Switch trailer dropped, and I was like, there's my gaming budget. I'm wiping it out. I completely, like, like I'm probably not going to buy any full-price games between now and March because I'm putting my funds into a Switch. So I do a little bit more planning, but also still kind of keeping with the, the trends of my friends. Yeah. And also, last last thing on this, if any fans out there are listening, go to our they Facebook are. page. Yeah, if if anybody. That's exactly anybody. I mean, I hope they are, but if they aren't, <laughs> listen to this. Go to the GameZilla group on our Facebook page. Request access because Buttmaster Caleb is there. He's in. Ask him about his way of like recycling games because he has a, a great system for being able to f- play all these games that he wants to. And then when he's done, being able to utilize that to its best potential and get everything for so cheap. This, this, this dude, BMC, sometimes actually makes a few bucks. By playing video games, he has it down that well. If it's if it's a particular game, via you know Best Buy promos, Amazon promos, some random website pro- Dell Dell promos, he just he finds these you know these systems, but then he he takes it one step further. So it's like for me, I go, oh that game's twenty bucks off, and then like you listen to him, he's like, well yeah, it's twenty bucks off, but if you do this, you get another ten dollars. Then if you play it, as long as you get it back to him in about thirty days, the value of the game is this much. And like by the time he's done, he walks away with two bucks, and he beat Gears of War four. You know, like yeah. it's just like what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So ask him about it there. He will give you the in-depth of how he makes money playing video games. Yep. Our next question is Miggy. First, I just picked up a 4K TV, and I have to say the games look so much better. Do you think it's worth trading in my PS4 for the Pro? That way I could take full advantage of my new screen. Well, I mean, obviously we we spent a lot of time on this uh, last episode, and, I mean, if you have a 4K TV... I think the question that I would first ask you is, does your 4K TV support HDR? If it does, then I think it's a decent upgrade. I think you, you can if you can get rid of your PS4 for about $200, about $180 to $200, and then you get the Pro for $400, so you're talking about a $200 upgrade, and you already have the TV, then yeah. But if your 4K TV doesn't support HDR, and you want to upgrade from the PS4 to regular to the Pro... I don't know how much more you're going to see. Uh, frame rates will be improved, things like that. But overall, I think it's a, it's an expensive $200 upgrade at that point that you're not getting the full capabilities of the Pro, especially with the TV that you just picked up. So that's what I would balance. You know, th- that's my thought. How I would balance that out. Right on. Second, what are some games that I should be looking forward to coming out this year and first quarter of next year? Right now, I can think of Final Fantasy XV, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Persona 5. I feel like I'm missing some. I think you nailed them. Yeah. I Uh, I mean, those three really are your big ones. Unfortunately, Persona 5 isn't uh, first quarter anymore. Yep. Unfortunately. But, um, I mean, I'd throw in Last Guardian. I mean, there's so much hype around Last Guardian that I I think uh, it's worth exploring and seeing what uh, that creator can do because... 
Shadow Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite games ever. So I have to give Last Guardian at least a try. That would be one that on your list that that uh, or one that I didn't see on your list. Yeah. Honestly, aside, aside from just games like what you've already labeled and then obviously we'll add the Last Guardian to that, everything is Nintendo Switch after that. Everything. There's a lot of yeah, a lot of hype around Nintendo Switch. So uh, yeah, another one I yeah, another one that I would throw in there um I don't know if it's first quarter anymore. I think it still falls in first quarter is uh South Park Fractured, Fractured Butthole. Um if you're a fan of South Park and some fun RPG uh style gameplay, then I think I think it's worth a look. Very good. Got anything to add to that, Ebone? Um, I'm doing what's best for me, and I actually have my like new release blinders on because I knew I'm probably not buying any new releases between Pokemon last week and the Switch. Like, yeah, it, yep. I don't, I'm not like, I'm keeping track of what's coming out for the show, but I'm not dwelling on it or getting hyped because I really need to save that money for that Switch. Yeah. Yep. You have plenty. Like Overwatch is still great, so you know, keep hopping on there and playing with us. You know, that'll pass the time until he's. These big ones I, I drop. Have, I have plenty of games. Like, I was looking over the weekend just on games on my PS4 that I haven't played between free PS Plus games or games I bought, you know, cheap on, uh, you know, PSN. It's like, man, I have a mountain of just PlayStation games, let alone even digging back into my back uh, oh. library and playing some retro the games. The backlog that I have right now, I am actually thankful for a pretty chill holiday because I really want to work through some of this backlog. I have so many games that are still sealed uh, that I would like to at least at least try, you know, so I can have some input on it. But, but yeah, I um, the, the, this year's been it's been a good year for games. Um, I'm very excited for 2017, but I'm happy for a kind of a quiet holiday here. Perfect. Thanks for the question, Miggy. Next question's from Xander. I I'm having a blast with the new game modes in Overwatch. Have you guys had a chance to try them out yet? Which one is your favorite? Yes. I haven't done all of them yet, but I'm a super, super big fan of the 3v3. Oh, yeah, 3v3, hands down. It's it's Trials yep. of Osiris. It's Gears of War. It's it's everything that you... Uh, that 3v3, no respawn. Um, I love it. Yeah, I was playing with Cable the other day, and we were playing 3v3, and he's like, man, you want to try some of the other games? You want to try uh, Ranked? Like, I want to play some ranked. It's, uh, I feel like it's more fun. I'm like, no, roll it again. Roll it again. <laughs> I just kept saying that. And he's like, man, we're going to play 3v3 online? I'm like, yes, we are. Otherwise, I'm going to play Pokemon, and you don't get to play Overwatch with me. <laughs> more importantly, Xander says, "Where? when are we going to play some Gears of War? <laughs> I feel bad, yeah. Uh, my, my Xbox hasn't been given the attention uh, I will be playing. I will. Here it is. I am guaranteeing right now. This is this is the the announcement. The I no will, wipe guarantee. Yeah, there it is. Sure, I will be playing Gears of War with Xander this week if if he's available. Let's say that if he's available and he wants to play Gears, yes, let me know what day. I I know it's a holiday, so if we need to push it to the following week, that's fine. But I will play Gears of War with you this week or next week, guaranteed. I've been wanting to get into it, and I just keep, like, I just keep getting distracted by, you know, like, I just got a ton of retro games. I spent all my weekend just playing old school games, and I had a blast doing it. So, um, but yeah, I feel bad. I, I definitely need to get some gears in. 
I will second that guarantee and say I will also be there because Jay influences me in what I do. <laughs> I I want to I want to backtrack one second though. I want Ethan to chime in because he did get to play three v three, right? Yeah, I hopped in, and so um, I was really excited about new Overwatch modes because I would say that's my only complaint about Overwatch. It's a little, little shallow. It's yeah. super fun, yeah. so you can overlook the fact that there's not too much going on. Uh, so I was like, oh, new modes, gotta go try them. Playing the three v three with just randoms it's, wasn't fun. It's impossible. No, it wasn't that, fun at all. And I, so that's hundred percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent agree. I was like, but man, if other people were on hopping on playing three v three with two other friends would be a blast because one of the problems with Overwatch is especially like playing ranked. Let's say there's two of us playing ranked or something, and you get a team of randoms. It's not fun. Yep. So that way, you know, there is a mode for if the three of us are the only ones on and we want to play Overwatch together we have the opportunity to be a complete team. And so I, I think there's potential, but I wouldn't necessarily say I had a fun experience for my first run, but I know I will in the future. Yeah. Even if you have one, like I played with Cable and it was just the two of us and then Rando. And then I played a little well, Cable's with Cable's like six people. That's true. <laughs> but, true. I, but I also played with Test. So it was the two of us and then a Rando. And I had, I had fun. But when, like you said, yeah, you go into it solo and it's just not fun. But even having that one extra person where you can you get them mic'd up, you can work together, like it, it just makes it so much we, better. We play Trials of Osiris every week in Destiny, and the idea and the idea of the three v three is that you have to communicate. And if you're playing with randos that don't want to communicate, then it's complete chaos, and you're not going to win, especially if the other team is communicating to each other. So then, yeah, the fun factory goes out the window real fast. Where if, even if you're playing two people with a rando, and you can sit there and, and team up and say, "All right, I'm like, let's do this," and you get to go run as a two-man army, then you know you're gonna have fun with that. And I, I love, I just, I also love the fact that we now have a game mode in Overwatch where it's not respawn crazy, just keep going. I don't care about dying because I always get another life. Now you have to think more about it. You have to be careful. You have to think about healing more if your character has a healing ability, you know, or does your does your teammate give you healing? Like you have to, more that matters more now, and I like that. Very good. Anything else to add to the Overwatch hype? Perfect. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Xander. And we've got Sci-Fi AJ bringing up the caboose. Oh. Thanks for the PS2 and the games. You are welcome. You're yes. welcome. You had nothing to do with it, Jazzy. I know, but I'm, I feel like I should... You didn't even I, go to the store with us. I feel like I should feel like I should be part of that. <laughs> I influenced Ethan to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I was out, like, kind of looking. I was like, oh, man, it's a it's a little little steeper than I was thinking. And then Grim's like, I'll throw in half on, on it. And I was like, all right, well, then let's also get him some games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. it ended up working out great for him. Oh, <laughs> well, that's perfect because he says, now I need to get to game hunting to add to my PS2 and PS1 collection. What are some of your guys' favorite games on the PS2 and PS1? Oh, man, that's a loaded question. PS2, my number one game, Killzone. Ditto, um, man. And then I would say one for the one that sci-fi would probably love, and I don't know if it's expensive on the PS2. I actually don't own it on the PS2. Shadow of the Colossus. I just got done talking about it. That game was like 
years ahead of its time. Like it just was unbelievable what that game was, and I think uh, I think he'd really enjoy uh, enjoy that game for sure. The art style and the story, and just just the sheer like scale of that game. Sci-fi. You're gonna have to put your your thinking cap on. You're gonna have to put your your looking goggles. You know, clean them off. Oh god! Because if you can no. find dragon seeds oh, for the PS One, we will be best friends. <sighs> he doesn't need you to be his best friend. He has me. Yeah, but I'm cooler. <laughs> Dead oh. Can we? Can we give him a better something else? Uh, that was I, be- great. I believe it's produced by Square Enix. Einhinder. Einhander. I don't know exactly how you say, it, but it's a side. It's a side-scrolling shooter. Um, oh yeah, I know. The, you know, I know, the, know. The, your ship has two different fire modes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Super cool game. Played that a bunch at my friend's house growing up. Um, I really remember liking the hockey game Rock the Rink, even yeah. though it's probably not good at all. But I remember really being in that one on PS One. Uh, Tekken Three is a PS One classic. Um, if we're thinking PS Two, um, man, uh, SSX tricky. Uh-huh. Any of the SSX games are fun if you like uh, snowboarding. Uh, what else? I just had another one in my head that was a legit game I like. Oh, Blitz the League is on there. Jaws Unleashed is on there. Fight Club the Game is on there. The whole okay, you're going down. Yeah. Um, oh, I gotta replace recover. all of those with Twisted Metal Two. Oh, yeah. Twisted, Twisted Metal Two is solid on the PS One. I was also gonna say since he's an RPG fan, I know he's uh, already acquired um, Legend of Dragoon. And games like that, but I would say a couple that maybe doesn't have is Legend of Mana on the PS1. Mega Man Legends, if you can find come across that. There's Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Legends 2. It's a Mega Man game that's an RPG. So that's pretty cool. And then these ones are expensive, but if you ever stumble across them, because they have been found at garage sales before, Lunar. Lunar is another... Uh, RPG that I think would fall right into the wheelhouse that of what Sci-Fi AJ enjoys. Okay. Wild Arms, Wild Arms Three. Sorry, I'm done now. Uh, <laughs> hits NHL hits the best game ever. Xeno Saga. Um, I'm sorry, man. They just keep <laughs> that, this library is too good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another really good thing about the PlayStation Two is because of the time era it was. You had a ton oh, of great compilations. I just thought of one. Dot hack. Dot hack. Yeah. All of them. All fucking seven of them I think there are go ahead sorry but you know, there's a Mega Man compilation that has one through eight on one disc yeah. it's available on PS2 there's also a Mega X. Man X collection yeah. um, we in in the bundle that we gave Sci-Fi for his birthday uh, we got a Midway Classics that have you know Rampage and Joust and stuff like that there's a ton of really good uh, disc compilations um, out there that you know can kind of give you that retro feel with only you know I guess PS2 is retro now but you can get those arcade classics and you know a bunch of them on one disc and they're super cheap you can get them under five bucks for compilations like that Another 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 compilation, Metal Slug Anthology. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. God, it just keeps going. (laughs) Pac Man Fever. (laughs) No, we just lost it. Pac Man Fever. We just lost it. Uh, If you're if you're into Lord of the Rings, the trilogy of Lord of the Rings was really good. I loved uh, the um, second one. That the two towers. Two towers, but EA took over for that one, and it really was a lot of fun. Back when EA had a soul. I thought of one that's a huge oversight. X Men Legends one and two. Oh yeah! Oh my Legends. goodness, are those games good? Man, get oh. those, get those, and I'll bring my controller over. Let's. Man. Damn. I have X Men Legends 
two, one. I have one of those on, uh, is it GameCube or original Xbox? I got GameCube controllers. <laughs> and we can make it happen. I got I have, my game room set up now, so we can, we I can have, be playing I, X-Men hard. Yeah, I have X-Men Legends 1 and 2 on the GameCube, and I have four GameCube controllers. So why don't we just cut the show right now and just go? All right, well. I got, <laughs> I got to let my wife know I'm not picking her up to go home because I'm going to be yeah. here playing X-Men Legends all yeah. night. Um, can we – I know you got another se- section, but you brought up something about Midway. And it made me, and we we had a discussion. I just wanna I just wanna cover this real quick because I think Sci-Fi AJ will appreciate it. You wanted to ask a question of what game developer do you miss the most? Yeah, I brought it up over the weekend when yep. we were hanging out Friday night when we were hanging out because I said Midway, and I have an answer too. I I I miss NBA Jam. I miss Blitz. I miss Hits. I miss. Uh, you know, Mortal Kombat's still going real strong, but Mortal Kombat was a was a midway game. Just those games were fun. They were arcade fun, and I miss that. So, I miss a company that that teamed up with a lot of with Midway, and I miss Acclaim. Yes, because Acclaim had their hands on NBA Jam, NBA Jam tournament, Turok. Uh, Mortal Kombat, Kombat. they they had a lot to do. Mortal Kombat 2, Shadow Man, Revolt for the uh, Dreamcast, Um, WWF WrestleMania. Like, they had so many. uh, Extreme G on the GameCube. Oh, Extreme G is a great game. Acclaim's also the the reason why I thought of Acclaim after you asked this question, I was playing it, uh, is that I picked up uh, The Simpsons, Bart vs. Space Mutants, Mm -hmm. Acclaim. So, uh, South Park, Chef's Love Shack, Acclaim. It just it keeps going. Dave Mira BMX acclaim. Oh, I love Dave Mira BMX. Yeah. That's another one right there. You Are you ready for acclaim? Burnout. A nut, like probably my favorite racer of all time. It's like Mario Kart and then Burnout. Like yeah. that's those are the best racing games. Yep. And let's not forget about the Space Jam game. I'm just kidding. That was terrible. But Crazy Taxi. I loved Crazy Taxi. Acclaim. So Smash TV. Midway. It's in that Midway Classics yeah. pack and, we and got Acclaim, Acclaim had their hands in on oh, it, too. Oh, man. Yeah. So it, I, I can keep going with the list, but nonetheless, they Acclaim is the company I, I miss a ton of. Do you have one, Jazzy? I miss playing a current Gorilla game, so they need to come out with Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> You got a current Gorilla game. That's true, but Rick's. it's not current. Enough. Gorilla didn't go anywhere. Pick a developer that went out of business or publisher. <laughs> yeah. uh, I got one. I miss Yay. Oh! <laughs> back See when what he they, did there? Back when they actually mattered. Listen, EA used to make some decent games back when they had a soul. That's probably true. <sighs> All right, back to Sci-Fi AJ. Also... What gaming tattoos are we getting? I'm down for a scorpion if Deadite and Grimlock are getting Reptile and Sub-Zero. I, okay, so I've already addressed this, and I'm 100% serious right now, and the listeners can, can push us to make this happen, but I will go get a gaming tattoo with the Deadite and Sci-Fi AJ. They just need to pick a day and a time... Let's get it scheduled. We'll go to Lucky Monkey Tattoo, and if you don't have if you don't have an artist, I have one. I'm no. I, I, well, Sci-Fi has ink. I have ink. You're the only one that I'm technically does. I'm doesn't. the only uninked one. Yeah, and I'm down. I will get a badass sub. I will get a badass Sub Zero tattoo. Badass. I mean, it'll. I'll go all out. I want Reptile's face tattooed on my butt 
where yeah. when I have green diarrhea, it comes out his mouth. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that was the dumbest thing he's ever said. No, no. it wasn't. No, no, I've no, said no, no, so no. many stupid things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that was definitely not the dumbest thing. In fact, I'd love to see it happen. Thank but then, you. But now that I said that, his wife would come just murder me because I let it happen. So... Yeah, I think there'd be a decent amount of disappointment from her if I got a Mortal Kombat tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, a Mortal Kombat tattoo at all? Or just on your butt cheek of Reptile? Ooh, reptile on my butt cheek. I'm just saying, I could see you're disappointed in that, but you're saying that you can't get a Mortal Kombat tattoo. I don't know. I don't know if she would be all about it because I'm doing something like rebellious. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, like, and like her eyes like, yeah, he's a bad boy. Or if... She'd be disappointed because it's a Mortal Kombat tattoo. Doesn't she want a tattoo? Um, I know that there's designs she wants, and she's also talked about us getting tattoos together. So she's not against she's not against the concept of a tattoo. No, not at all. So I don't know. I think I think Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's something that I've always been a person that any ink that's on my body, I I don't put anything on it that like. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna regret. Yeah. So like right now, anything that's on my body is photography based, and that's because I love photography, and and that's never gonna change. So, you know, me putting Samus Aran or um, Sub Zero or one of my some of my favorite characters that have really shaped my life as I grew up through video games. I don't see that being a bad decision either. I guess there's that part of me that knows I'd like to be a parent in the future. And it's like, hey, kids, you can't get tattoos till you're older and make smart decisions with getting tattoos. And be like, Dad, you have a tattoo of Reptile from Mortal Kombat. I'm like, Reptile, sweet. And they're like, Dad, that's pretty stupid. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's why you put it on your butt cheek because, I don't know, I don't think your kids are going to see much of your butt cheeks. I moon so many people, and now that my wife got me a robe, I'm wearing less clothes than ever at home. Maybe under, maybe in the armpit, then. Maybe armpit. just put them in the armpit. You know, I open my armpits, Reptile's open mouth. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. What kind of gaming tattoos do you have or would you like to get? Let us know on the Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, or GameZilla group on Facebook. Find us, request an add-on. Let's get this group rolling. Shout out to all about 50 people that have already joined. So thanks to everybody. It's only been up for a couple days. So thanks for everybody that's already uh, already joined in on the group and been interacting. That's all the emails I got, unless you want to, you know, hijack the emails and read more that you secretly have. <laughs> I actually, hold on, let me, hold on, before I go and, and say I don't oh, have anything. Here we go. Jazzy, if you had to get a gaming tattoo, what would you get? Oh, gaming tattoo? Man, that's, that's tough. Well, you it think, have... I've, I've considered getting our Motor City Gaming logo as a tattoo. Oh, I love the logo. Like I, 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 I yeah, that, that's I a have, huge. I have thought. I'm not making a verbal commitment here on the show, but I've thought like, if we were all going to do it, I'd at least think about it. Yeah, the logo's yeah. iconic. Yeah. yeah, you could do some cool stuff, and you could do some like minimalistic tattoo work on the yeah. with the logo, where you wouldn't have to like go crazy. Even our know? Gamezilla logo, just because you know, if somebody takes a quick glance, they might think it's like a Godzilla, and that was like a huge icon for me growing up. Like that, my dad and I would sit and watch like all the Godzilla movies over and over again. So. Yeah, plus our logo again, another easy one. Uh, I lied. I do have one thing. I'm gonna snake. Uh, I'm gonna take a page out of out of Ethan's. 
I must have double clicked the. Uh... Yeah, it's like hyper mode. It's like hyper snake mode. Oh, by the way, I played Mega Man Three, which has Snake Man in yeah. it, and I picked Snake Man's level and didn't realize until I was in the level that I was like. Why does this music seem so familiar? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's Snake Man as there's giant snakes shooting balls at me. I'm like, wow, I feel really dumb right now, but it, it was very enjoyable. Anyways, um, I do want to bring out something that you didn't you didn't promote for yourself. We have a new blog up on the blog page all about why GameStop is just not up to par. Yeah, not good, not good. Listen, I know you've oh, calmed David. down, but why don't you explain to people what it is and why you are so pissed off? So, you can definitely get the full story on the blog page, but basically it's a blog about how a major gaming uh, retail store named GameStop took a person that's very close to my heart, my sister, love her to death, would do anything for that for that woman, and... Um, Basically, she's she's out there trying to get a cool birthday gift for her gaming boyfriend. And it Who all went wrong. And if you want to know what happened, you need to read the blog. Oh, that tease. I guess. And it tease. takes a turn for the worst or the best. Go take a look at the blog. There's no best. It's all bad. Yeah, and it's all bad. Uh, I will say I want to thank uh, I want to thank Haley from Two Models One Controller. She is a GameStop employee and chimed in on our post of the blog to you know apologize. She hates she hates when she hears these stories and it happens. You know, like not every store you, you can't if you hate this if this store screws you over, you shouldn't necessarily hate GameStop, right? Yeah. But that store should be probably banned from you for X amount of time. But she uh, she came out there with some policy of the company, but but also as a human being, explained how she would have helped the situation and tried to take care of the customer, yeah. which is unfortunately not what happened. So. Yeah, obviously what what I'm saying here in the blog after you read it, come to Motor City Gaming, the Games Old podcast. We are the pros in the industry. You know, come to with your gaming questions to us. Get your background and then go into, um, you know, said store, be it a GameStop or another place, so that you just have a little bit more information going in. So if you don't know a lot about gaming, you know, you're not going to, you know, get the short end of the stick, per se. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I understand it to a point, but you're a specialty store. And in my opinion, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to a store that only that focuses around one thing, I expect you to know that thing. You know, and uh, it's like walking into a fish market and being like, oh, what kind of fish is that? And then the shrug at you and go, exactly. oh, it's bass. And you're yeah. like, I don't know. It looks like salmon. They're like, pretty sure it's bass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think, I don't <laughs> Come think on. bass has, uh, I'm pretty sure that's, uh, that's a tuna. But uh, <laughs> I only know this because there's a giant sign that says tuna right there. So, <laughs> right. but yeah. It uh, looks like a goldfish. <laughs> we've all had our stories with, uh, with, Multiple stores, but especially with GameStop, and yeah, I thought this was a good read, and uh, and you know it it does have a a good ending, so I think you should definitely read it and and find out what happens, and you can comment right there on the blog. So you know, tell us your story about GameStop. Um, I have a story that I was held at gunpoint while I worked at GameStop, and I was terminated for it. So there you go. But yeah. if you want to know more about that, maybe I'll write a blog sometime. And I have a story about the time I robbed a GameStop and got some jerk fire. <laughs> that's it. how we met. I, yeah, that's how we became <laughs> friends. 
<laughs> and now he just robs his personal collection. That's right. <laughs> Been robbing Grimm since 1997 because he was work because he's that old. <laughs> he worked at Funko Land, and I robbed at Funko Land. Yeah, never got to work at Funko Land. That would have been cool. Jazzy, where can people send emails if they want to send their questions in? To info at MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Nice. It's also an email address. All right. Next Thanks. week. Next week. We're digging into Pokemon Sun and Moon. That way, everyone here on the show will have a little more time under a belt. Uh, not a test level of time. but I we'll... have two and a half hours in. Next week, I'll have three hours. There we go. So we'll have I'll a little more time to give you a little bit more uh, comprehensive uh, opinion of Pokemon Sun and Moon. That way, if you're on the fence on it, we can help you out on that. And we may have a spe- special guest to talk about the game. That one's still up in the air. But if you are currently on a Pokemon High, go listen to the Legend of Retro Pokemon special. It's two and a half hours of Pokemon goodness. We have a blast. It's so much fun. There's Pokemon stories. There's Pokemon trivia. There's uh, everything you could want, and it's all there compact into two and a half hours. So get your Pokemon fix right there on the latest uh, edition of the Legend of Retro. All right. Thanks for tuning in to episode 132 of the GameZilla podcast. You can find us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Play, and of course, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. It's always sad to say goodbye, but (laughs) we'll see you next time. And as always, game on. Why do you say it's a website all the time? To let people know. Don't don't they know it's a website when they you say dot com? We have to explain it because you use words like dratini, oh, and dratini. Okay, good point. Thanks and, for clarifying. And, and morotic or whatever you said. What? I, I did not say morotic. You added Come on. you added said, a lot. Of, I said melodic. I think he no, said. No, I think no. he said men's hair growth. You added an R in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Men's hair growth. <laughs> I did. My favorite Pokemon yeah. is Rogaine. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Go to tripbeardcollective.com. It's a website. <laughs>